Welcome to Show Up, Make Noise on the St. Luligan Podcasting Network. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show Up, Make Noise. My name is Zach. I'm Rick. And I'm Sam. And we are three guys uh, who come to you to talk about making noise, showing up, making noise, uh, because that's all we really know how to do. Some of us know how to do other things, but me specifically, that is basically all I really know how to do. Um, So this week, we are talking to you about some cool stuff that happened to us, kind of out of happen chance, kind of just because we started a podcast. Uh, But uh, we got the opportunity to go to one of the fan sessions for the St. Louis City uh, organization. And I feel like this is as good a time as any to talk about the thing that I've not been talking about for a good long while, which is... um, how we feel about that first introduction to St. Louis City. Gentlemen, how did you feel? Uh, it felt about exactly like it was supposed to be. Just a bunch of people standing around in a circle talking about soccer. So you felt like it went the way you hoped it would? Uh, if I had had any hopes at all going into it, Yes. I yeah, think low expectations was the key. Yeah, and I, I would say it came out about, uh, again, I, I had zero expectations, uh, but it definitely came out, I think, the the best way it could. You know, I mean, there's they had 30-odd people there uh, from all parts of, you know, the, the city and the county area, and they had a number of the game day team there as well. You know, so it was nice to put some... Uh, some faces to the names and you know instead of just tweeting back and forth relentlessly some positive some negative you know it was nice to shake the hand of some of these people we're talking to you've written positive things <laughs> i've been told i'm a beacon of positivity <laughs> you know i mean are you matt baker level positive i don't think anyone is that handsome or positive that's fair that is fair uh matt baker was uh another one of those uh of the many guys uh i'm sorry that's a and a joke for malia dunbar um one of the many guys uh and girls that was represented uh at the group um i i kind of hinted at that i am uh if you follow me on twitter at all which please don't um personally not professionally please follow show up make noise do not follow me personally um anyway if you uh do happen to stumble upon me on um twitter i am anti mls let's say i am uh i am not a big fan of the organization uh so i am quite outspoken about my feelings about that organization on there and if you're interested go find them uh but that being said, um, a lot of the problems I have with MLS, I didn't have with this event. Um, they were open and inviting. There were, uh, despite trolls on the internet, quite a few, uh, quite a few different backgrounds and uh, people groups represented in their fan council. Um, and I thought it was a, a good opportunity to get together and meet people and give an opinion on something that I feel like Rick, Sam, and I are uniquely positioned to give. So uh, that was a, a cool opportunity. 
Yeah, and uh, you know we got to catch a, a pretty nice uh, Liga MX game. Absolutely, too, and that was pretty killer. Yeah, we got to see the really exciting parts because the guys directly at the table next to us were going nuts over it, and there was some fun stuff that happened in that game. So uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great game to ignore Matt Seebeck to at times. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of good soccer happening in the background helped accidentally create a tremendous uh, like background atmosphere for everything. Definitely, uh, that and City picking up the tab. Yeah, that was super nice. Uh, all the free beer. When it was, uh, you know, it was really nice to uh, to talk to some of these guys. Uh, you know, Matt Seebeck, obviously, and, and Sam and and uh, Coley and everybody else, just to like actually talk to them about kind of their thoughts and where their heads at, and and not just see you know renderings posted or hey, won't it be cool in twenty twenty three when we can do this? But to actually like talk to them about okay in your mind what does this actually look like like not what are you what are you publishing but in your mind what does that look like you know and and we you know i'm sure we'll get to that uh you know in in a little bit with the you know kind of talking about how our thing with seabeck went uh but it was just really cool and it it put a perspective and uh like for me it really upped the buy-in like i i left the dam that night and i was jacked and i got home and i was talking to my wife i was like i am so ready for city like these guys just want this to be fun and they just want it to be right. Yes, I am I am very excited for top level soccer in St. Louis again. <laughs> Look, I'm just I can't say it. Like I, again, I told I told Vin um out at uh the STLFC Academy uh game on Tuesday. Uh, where those guys again were out, and we'll we'll kind of come back around to that. But um, again, mad props to them. Mad props. God, what am I a DJ in the nineties? Uh, anyway, uh, I, I appreciated that they came out and uh, and hung out with us and and did the whole you know fan thing. Yeah, uh, boots on the ground, man. I, absolutely I think makes the world a difference. Like, and it's not their interns. Like, yeah, it's, it's, them. it's I mean, it's it's Matt. It's it's Lutz, and they're they're shaking hands and they're talking soccer. They're talking, you know, Lutz was over there talking about you know Bundesliga and then just German culture in general, and it was just a fun conversation. You just you're hanging out with guys at a soccer game. Those guys just happen to be very important people for St. Louis City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I do wonder if that's because they haven't hired interns yet, but. Um... <laughs> such an asshole i don't know why i refuse to give them credit for anything actually i do know which is what i said to vin uh which is they basically shot my dog and i know it's not you know vin or matt specifically but um the the whole mls thing killed the thing that brought me the most joy in life (laughs) so no offense to my girlfriend um but i think she would understand where she stands yeah or your actual dogs (laughs) yeah you know honestly uh st louis city while they shit on a lot of things never shit on my rug so uh, while i could just leave it i could just leave it and and their crew had to pick it up um but no it was that that was you know the thing that connected me to most of the friends that i have the guys that are in this room right now um it was it was a connection that i had to to something that was really cool that uh, a lot of people shit on that they never even went out and saw it and never experienced what we did um and then 
you know, the the way the MLS announcements came down and the restructuring of how they were going to set up the pyramid and those types of things. Uh, not only not only did they shoot my dog, but then they lied about doing it, and that kind of annoyed the crap out of me. So uh, it's hard for me to give them credit for things because they are still somewhat dead to me. So um, while this is a podcast about talking about St. Louis City and and in a way it's talking about the thing that we love doing which is is supporting and i'm still a supporter of st louis fc and and my team died so uh that's the exciting uh upbeat part of your day today um but that does play into a lot of how i come at this club um and there are a lot of people that are coming at it from a lot of different ways sam I think was always kind of excited that MLS was coming in some way, right? Like you're, you wanted to see top, top level. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it has again, nothing to do with the league. I could not give a shit what the name of the league is or what their rep is, you know, as long as they're not, you know, doing too much, you know, publicly dirty or just refusing to admit they're doing it. Uh, but it is the next step up in professional soccer and that's what got me excited and it's ours and it's going to be ours from the beginning and it'll be ours until the end and everything in between will just be ours yeah it's a it's a really exciting opportunity to help build the hometown back up uh like st louis fc came in at just about exactly the time when the rams were leaving town and i think there were a lot of people who got excited i know i did i got excited about that team partially because of that uh, not to drag an entirely different sport into it, <laughs> but I mean it. It all plays into that, and I think that's why a lot we did pick up a lot of Rams fans, and I think a lot of Rams fans, like I, I think Aaron Mednick is the maybe like the the poster boy for that. I think if they had a legitimate number one fan, it it would be him. I think it, indisputed, it yeah. would be him. I mean, and the dude brought that kind of football tailgate culture and took that to you know the different type of football and and it's really made our tailgate and that's no offense to anybody who else does our tailgate but I mean Aaron really brought that football culture and I think a lot of people that didn't see themselves in certain soccer fandoms really connect with that side of fandom and so that built out a totally different wing of people who could get involved and and find something for themselves in a group as ambiguous as the Luligans is, where you can go through and just kind of find um, different ways to connect. And I think that that kind of Rams fandom um, did bolster a lot of you know what we did. And that's, again, part of why it hurts so much that St. Louis FC died, because we got to build it from the ground up. Like, it really was um, that um, ground up. Is there something awful on my ground? Looks like a cave cricket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those show up every once in a while. Yeah, I just, uh, like, I'm triggered by motion. It's like a rhinoceros. <laughs> or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> so when it, it crawled across the floor, I, oh, man, I, I you, uh, something about Rams fandom. It's the last <laughs> thing I caught. It's all right. We're going to leave it in because we don't, we don't cut. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, but no, uh, I, I think that's kind of what, hurt so much about the St. Louis FC going away is that we did get to build it up from the ground up. Now, the the silver lining, of course, is that 
I still have great friends that I made from that and that we get to build something again. Um, Bigger and better than before, which is why we're here. Exactly. Exactly. I just wish we could have carried the momentum yeah. into the thing that we were, you know, from the thing we loved into the next thing yeah. versus having to have, you know, this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think another silver lining of that, too, is just the openness of, like I said, again, this is a small sample size of people when you look at the the large group of people who make this club and, and, the, and everything happen. Uh but just the game day people whose sole focus is, you know, when you show up, what you do before the game, what you do during the game, how that goes for you, how you exit the stadium, how that goes for you, and everything in between. And that they are, you know, one of the best things about St. Louis FC was the input. You know, I mean, how many times did, did you run into Jeremy and, you know, talk to the GM of the club about something and then, bam, changes. Uh, well, <laughs> we missed the uh, game day giveaway. Because we were marching in, and on the way out, you yelled at him from across the bleachers, you know, hey, I never got my bag. And before we even made it to the parking lot, one of the ticket guys ran out with a bag for you. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, maybe not to that degree, but to see, you know, City out there and and wanting that input and, and wanting that feedback and, and not just saying, okay, you know, show on the printout where you want to enter the stadium or something like that. But to say, look, this is what we're thinking. We're trying to draw these lines and sticky notes. And then like, okay, well, now what do you think? You know, and then you've got our drawings, their drawings, uh, you know, Matt Baker's ludicrous five mile march to the stadium. Yeah, dude, <laughs> come on. Matt, uh, Matt Baker looks like a guy who would have been in marching band, but must never have been in marching band. <laughs> like, uh, just moving any number of people, any direction you don't have to physically move right. them, is a terrible idea. Yeah. The quarter uh, mile from the tailgate to the stands in the corner and back at St. Louis FC games was enough to make me regret my life at the age of back, 27. It breaking. It's why whatever we didn't have to carry back, we wouldn't. And I uh, like, trained for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a... There's a sense of comfort, you know, I, I won't say familiarity yet, but there's a sense of comfort in knowing that those same styles of conversation are happening and to, to really be a part of that one. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I bought more in that night. Yeah. And I, I think that is definitely, it was a, it was a nice experience to have somebody um, ask what we thought based off of the fact that we've done it before and, and have some kind of knowledge of of what it's going to be you know i we had the the national team game where we marched when they were selling the whole mls thing um and kcb paid to shut down like four streets and so the guy told us we're going to march on them because kcb paid to shut them down i don't know if that's CKB? supposed to be yeah i look I, there were tony uh, uh tyler blackwell, tyler, tyler blackwell uh <laughs> kcb I just say the things that make sense in my head, not the reality. So uh, I'm sorry, but no. Uh, but yeah, I don't know that that was a story we were supposed to tell. But we absolutely walked an extra like half a mile because CKB paid to shut those streets down, and I was told we will march on those streets because she paid for it. So um, if you ever wondered why the walk to Bush was so long during that last women's national team game, you now know why. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that. Like those type of moments are the reasons why I hesitate for MLS and why I hesitate to believe that it will be 
whatever we want it to be <laughs> like those are those types of things like if it doesn't play good to camera if it doesn't sell the sponsor the right way then it's not and so that's that's the big thing of like we got kind of free reign at st louis fc because they were going to take whatever we gave them <laughs> like that's that's going to be good enough where i don't know that that's you know that type of mentality or that that partnership will play out when there's money involved and that's my biggest thing when it comes to mls and and that whole such situation yeah we're going from a more or less u.s continental national scale with st louis fc to effectively a global scale well i mean mls like, wants you to believe it's a global scale <laughs> Uh, the, we want to be want to be want to talk about the crew we want to talk about the the crew we, we, we want to be a global out, brand but <laughs> no like, it's in there we maybe, don't fix it in post it's out there nothing we ever do has been cut <laughs> just gonna keep saying it knowing damn well i'm trying to cut two episodes together uh but yeah like we are going to as a city be appearing on bigger markets bigger screens yeah uh, and i more like ESPN mm-hmm. yeah. broadcast networks. Yeah, I mean ESPN we get we have people that watched did watched St. Louis FC from all over the world. We had the guy that uh posted the one video from us at uh Lindenwood. Um it was and I always forget where he's was it the Dutch guy? I don't Oh Gerard. You, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you know exactly who I'm talking yeah, about yeah. every time. Um but that dude, like that dude legitimately found us, I think, because he was just watching ESPN one day and, and became a fan. Like, I don't think that dude like seeked us out or was he just here for the blues and he just somehow got roped in with us. I think it was that. That's cool. I don't really care. Uh, but I mean, we do have people that watch us from all over the world. We have people that live all over the world. We got, um, uh, what's the dude that went to Australia? Is it, uh, John, John, Anthony, John, Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think he has like three names on Facebook though, so he's one of those people I don't ever actually know what their real name Gilbert? is. Gilbert. Yeah. Yes. So he, you know, he dials <laughs> yeah. in. He dials in from Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We do. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like I, that's a definitely we will start getting more exposure as an MLS team. Um, so that's that's my hesitation, and in, in a lot of the city stuff is just it's fun in the planning stage when it gets to the actual execution. That's I'm very much, I want to see them do the things they talk about, which, yeah, I just, uh, I guess I take the opposite stance, you know, and, uh, you know, if it, if it burns me, it'll, it'll burn me. But for now, I think, you know, benefit of the, you call it benefit of the doubt. I, you know, but, uh, you know, to get back to kind of what we talked about at the dam, I mean, there's only one thing they showed us and talked about that we explicitly cannot talk about on this podcast. Uh, and then just about everything else was fair game. So, uh, Strangely, the missile silos under the, <laughs> the plane surface. <laughs> Absolute green light. So so many tunnels. Uh, <laughs> but no, I so do you want to just kind of go through, you know, kind of point by point what we talked through? Uh, I, I would yeah. be interested to, to get feedback on some of the things that we threw out as mm-hmm. what we think, you know, yeah, because yeah. people, you know, do, do say that we don't, uh, you know, 
they want an opinion on things. So if we throw out what we said, then you know other people can give their opinion on on what it is that we've already said and whether they think we're idiots or not. So um, the march, you want to kind of walk through, walk us through the march and and what that kind of entails. Uh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I want to start with a huge teaser. Uh, the, the culinary genius that they're putting into the food stands around the stadium and the restaurants in that whole area, I think, is, is going to arguably be the best part of the whole day uh, before and after the games. You know we'll never see any part of that, right? No, I know. <laughs> I know. The, the, the benefit about being a drummer sometimes is sometimes you get to do really cool stuff. Sometimes you get to get in early to see the Stanley Cup when it got brought to St. Louis FC and you know got to take your picture with it. That's really cool, something we got to do because we were drummers and we, and we had that kind of inside privilege. The bad part about what we do is that we never get any of the fun food, drinks, you know, unless you yell at the GM, the the giveaway <laughs> stuff. We don't get any of that stuff because we're either carrying a, a, a bunch of drums or we're just busy doing something else. Yeah. So uh, you do miss a lot. You don't see goals. You don't see uh, a lot of those things. So um, it's uh, hard to pay attention to the other shows that are around when you have your own show to run, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make me any more or less excited. Just uh, I had absolutely no idea who we were standing next to. Yeah. Uh, until they introduced him. I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, and I think I think they can. They've you know said that his name, so we don't have to dance around it. Gerard Kraft um, was was there. He's working with them on some some cool you know restaurant ideas, and I think just kind of integrating local restaurants mm-hmm. into yeah. uh, what you know what is already happening in the stadium, and I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, so do you want to try and walk, kind of give people a visual picture of what our, our March might look like based off of what we talked about with them? Yeah. So, uh, make sure I'm remembering this correctly. So this is all under the, the pretense that somewhere around Schlafly is where everyone starts just because of its really perfect location and near endless amount of beer. And because we're great friends with the people at Schlafly, go to Schlafly. They're all amazing people. They've donated countless things to our cd uh i was gonna say cdj but uh charity du jour um well and they gave so much for the raffle the raffle is now named after them at this point yes exactly the schlaffle the schlaffle yes yeah. so it is uh they they are such great partners with the luligans over the, the last few years that we basically partnered with them to uh to give uh so they would be part of our charity yeah. stuff drink the their time. beer yeah absolutely they are they are great people and they've just been they've let the podcast come in and do live recordings and stuff they're just been really great people to work with yeah so uh you know like i said so we come out of schlafly and, and uh so we basically turn left and walk about six or seven miles uh we come up 170 and then uh i think through delmar <laughs> we all just need to walk down to fences Get a couple pints of root beer, turn around, we are actually, get on the trolley, take it back. It'll be the only time the trolley ever gets used. Start off at the Hofbräu House in <laughs> Illinois. Perfect. Uh, I mean, that's Catch about how far the, the original drawing. By the time there were so many people crowded around the table, uh, that by the time I was able to basically shimmy past uh, a couple people and see it, there were arrows going every direction but to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but no, legitimately walk out of Schlafly, take a right, end up on, is it 20th? Take a left. 
Is it take a left? I don't know how you get out of Schlafly. So, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so basically you cross the street. Yeah. Uh, and, and you get to, that puts you in like, uh, if you guys have seen the, the renderings of the stadium, basically what is like the plaza area. So like the main front side on, on the west side of the stadium. And uh, go across the plaza, you know, so we, uh, you know, pick anybody up there who, who wants to join in and, and have the energy. Uh, I think I, I equated it to, what's that game you used to play on your phone? Worm? Snake? Snake. Snake. There snake. we go. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we just play a game of snake through there and pick up a whole bunch of people through the plaza. And then uh, come around market. And back up the east side of the stadium where we go in. That's where the like designated supporters entrance uh, is going to be. And looking at the renderings and, and talking to those game day guys, like that entrance puts us right at that uh, that end of the stadium. Yeah, and I think it drops us in basically where we would start filing down towards the stadium. So I think yeah. it's kind of that top level. Uh, it, we go down basically like three or four steps, I think is what Matt said, and we would basically be on that top. And there's a bar right there exactly so there's going to be bars all along that area um and then i think he was also talking about some different ways of working concessions which i think we can i think have been talked about before but we'll kind of come back around and because i think that's exciting for me uh to to get beer faster so yeah uh because beer is always a pain in the ass well that was man that was the other thing like just to get off topic again because why not uh, the amount of thought and research and data that went into specifically solving the problem of what is the fastest way this guy can get from his seat to the bar and back with a beer and miss the least amount of soccer possible. Absolutely. And, and they built, you know, talking to, to Matt, they built that around the idea of what is the fastest way this guy can get his beer and not miss a game. Yep. And that was, there was some, I guess we're already kind of there, so let's talk beer. Um, so they were talking um, ways of ordering on an app. You know, I think, again, Matt's talked about that before. Matt is a very tech-centric guy. I think a lot of their team um, very much understands, and especially through the pandemic, has probably heightened that ability to pay for anything touchless. I mean, you can do it at any of the fast food places now you can get car side delivery all that kind of stuff and i don't think we're going to do like delivery type things but i do think they're talking about um bringing in um the idea of like you order your beer ahead of time you've already paid for it you walk up mm -hmm. show somebody either a receipt or something that has colors on it and they basically just hand you beers from like a cooler next to the stairs so yeah. theoretically you never even have to leave the stands to get your beer and get back down to your seat uh which i think is pretty incredible that would yeah be like they ran the math on how much time you lose and how much time everybody else has to wait in line if the guy at the counter stops to double clutch on do i want a bud select or a pale ale or to ask what's on tap that day yeah exactly so yeah that's the the thought that they've put into you know, at least how to sell you things on game day is <laughs> admirable. <laughs> I'm gonna always find a way to make what they're doing negative. It's you know, <laughs> it's I, who I am. I, we balance out. We balance out. <laughs> it is. Yeah, uh, we've got Sam that's positive, Zach that's <laughs> negative, and Rick is the ego in the middle trying to uh, even us out. I, I really could not care less <laughs> uh, about what the league is. I'm closer to Sam's opinions, I think, but. Boom. Uh.
that's fine. I'm I'm perfect. I'm always the outspoken one. It's it is kind of my thing. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, you come in and you basically come in at ground level and go down into the supporter section, and that's one I think really cool and really neat and super easy to get into. Absolutely. Um, so the thing that I think I was most interested in, um, and I I would be interested to hear um other people's opinions of of the drummers have always been kind of in the front for St. Louis FC and that was more just a logistics thing with the war drum and and the size of our stands uh we've always kind of been in the front of things um and so they asked us a couple interesting questions very specific to what we do which are where do you want capo stands um, and where do you want the drums? And that was a really uh, interesting debate for us personally, I think, um, because in my head, I always wanted to be in the middle of a section. Um, but thank God we have a person who understands sound. Um, and Rick explained nicely that that was not a great idea because of phasing issues. Uh, yeah, sound is real slow. And especially with people and reflections and all that kind of stuff, you want to get your sound coming from one point, if possible, um, not spreading us out directly in the center. So um, I think what we ended up going with was more or less putting us um, in the front, kind of right behind the goal. Front-ish? Uh, front-ish, yeah. It wasn't. It was not dead front, um, but the idea was to put the drummers on the same level as the capos um, and and showcase the things that we do have which are the war drum um and some stuff with other drums that we're gonna talk about uh potentially at a later date when we have some idea of how to make that thing happen um but we've got some cool ideas of of drums and it's definitely something we're going to talk about later um what we think the best formation and, and number of drums and those types of things are but um anyway we basically figured out that a platform somewhere in that kind of center middle section would give us the ability to to try and get the sound to the most amount of people as possible while also concentrating our sound as much as possible into the center of the the field so um i am interested though on how you guys feel about that so um at show up make noise uh when the episode drops we'll actually pose the question uh so that way you can have a, a place to respond but at show up make noise on twitter at show up make noise on instagram so I'll um, be interested to hear what you have to think on um, where you think the drum should be. Uh, do you think that we're correct, or do you think that we should F off back to the back or in the back corner? I don't know. What do you think? Tell us Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear our biggest fans' opinions <laughs> of what they think uh, we should do with the stuff. So, um, so beyond drum position, what else were you guys excited about talking about? Uh, it's the the fan thing. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I I think the other big piece that uh, that everybody had talked about, and uh, I've never seen Stu so excited. I mean, I have seen Stu excited, but ah. I have never seen Stu that excited before. Yeah. Uh, was all about the TIFO, 
and uh, you know the the hooks, the latches, the pulleys, the the different things that uh, that city could do with the stadium. And do we just you know put two hooks here? Do we pull up? Do we pull down? Where does it sit? Just every piece of conversation about how to make sure that a game day tifo is absolutely epic. Yes, and something like two thousand anchor points. <laughs> they were talking about or yeah, I, well, I think it, it may have been slightly fewer than 2000 but uh there are there are a lot of different combinations the winch systems yeah yeah i think uh airplane hanger uh size was thrown out <laughs> yeah it is it is definitely they have done research around the league of what other places do and are capable of and it seems like they are very much trying to be on par or exceed those things the first rendering that they dropped on the table when we moved from the stadium to the tifo was portland yeah it was the freddy krueger one wasn't it yes yeah and then the second rendering they dropped on the table was a different portland where they used an entirely different set of pulleys and anchor points to create an entirely different looking tifo yes yeah, so they they have and Portland, Portland, Seattle, uh, the the northeast or northwest Best in general. In the game? Yeah, they do insane tifos, just insane art and and ingenuity on it. Yeah, and and city comes out of the gate swinging like. Here's what we think is the best. What do you think about this? Do you want half that? Do you want all of that? What if we put them here, here, and here? And then they had a, a stadium rendering that showed like the different angles from from the side and, and what it would look like and how it would display and and just discussing the merits of you know pulling it up from the front row, pulling it down from the top. Does it go the whole section? What if it's a smaller game and we only want a third of that? Just yes. the whole conversation was, was fascinating to me. Yes. Um, the thing that I think I got most out of it is that we need a lot of people to paint TIFOs. I cannot describe to you how long it takes to paint a TIFO because I've never done it. Um, but I was talking to Stu uh, over the, the, at, the, at the fan council thing, and I was you know, saying, hey, man, I'd love to do this, but also you know, I spend my entire life thinking about drums and chants and, and capoing and all those things, and I just don't have it. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to encourage people to, to really start thinking about if you were serious about wanting to get involved in in a SG or, or doing anything is how you can get involved in those big scale things. Something that we're going to try and rival the best in the league um, at, at producing a TIFO. And that's going to take a ton of people and it's going to take incredibly brilliant minds. And we have some of those. Jimmy blood is an incredibly brilliant design mind when it comes to, you know, building those types of things. But we need lots and lots and lots and lots of people to build an airplane hangar size TIFO. So um, get involved. Reach out. If you want to reach out to us, that's great. If you want to reach out to Stu, uh, it's base, It's just Stuart Holtgren at, on, or is it Stuart Holtgren 8? What's his uh, Twitter handle? I wish I knew Stuart stuff. <laughs> I feel like it's just Stuart, Stuart Holtgren. You could start with at St. Louis and we can get you in touch. 
I don't like those guys. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hit up those St. Louisans. Uh, they can direct you to the right people. Uh, I want to make it harder. I want to try and think of Stu's exact Twitter handle and send you directly to Stu. So he has a lot of randos popping up in his DMs. Um, but no, please get involved. But that that whole TIFO discussion was really cool. And Matt got super excited. Yeah, I think that helps, man. Because the longer he talks about the club, the environment, the experience, and what he wants to do, the guy just exudes like passion for it. And he's like, he's excited about it, which makes you excited about it. Absolutely. And it's it's something I've said to him personally is that everybody I talk to about him says he's the real deal and he's doing it for St. Louis. And while I don't trust a lot of the league and that type of stuff, I believe that dude. Like the if nothing else, I believe that he's trying to do the right thing, whether he can yeah. or not. I think he's trying to do the right thing. So, and uh, you know, we did get a chance to talk to him at the academy game, and he had, uh, you know, he took some time out of his day, you know, shaking hands and, and making an appearance to kind of share with us some of his thoughts on what his aspirations for it were. Yeah, and we'll drop that audio in. You can hear him talk about it. I think we talked about taking a break and listening to it, but I've I've kind of already cooled on that idea. <laughs> we'll just we'll just let him talk about it, and then uh, we're not going to edit that one either. No, absolutely. We're just going to keep <laughs> going with it. Uh, but no, I think I think that the fact that he keeps showing up and maybe just to spite me keep showing up to things but that's fine because uh i'll take i'll take people supporting local soccer however we can get it and i don't think we have a problem with him he always showed up to the st louis fc games he was always there apparently um like i said i don't know him that much but um everybody i talked to has nice things to say about him so um and he shows up he shows up and he he answers questions so uh you really can't ask for a whole heck of a lot more than that at least at this point in the uh the process so, um, other topics, things we haven't talked about? Uh, well, there, uh, there's the upcoming, I guess, gig that we were told about today. <laughs> well, this won't happen before that happens, I don't think. Like, I don't think this will get out before that happens. Just in case. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Saturday, June 12th, Soccer Park, 3 p.m., the Luligans are throwing back to throwing back. Now here we go. Ooh. Oh my God! We're all going to be on Radio One by the end of this. Podcast. <laughs> uh, going back to the old school uh, tailgate. You know, it's uh, trailers out. The beer is out. The people are out. Uh, I'm being told there's drums and chanting. <laughs> yeah. So I think Sam and Rick are going to try and be there and do some drum stuff. Uh, we'll see if Leader Jake can be out there and drum. Um, and if there's somebody that knows how to play a snare drum, come on out. Uh, and uh, Rick would probably gladly give you the snare drum so he could play quads because I think quads are way more fun than snare, but easily. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you if you have the opportunity, to come out. Um, and that's to any of our events. Uh, if if there's a game, some of us are going to be out. Uh, I'm bad at midweek games because my life is scheduled to the T, so it's very hard for me to get out uh, midweek and do things. But um, if we have enough planning and we're told we're going to drum, uh, most of the time we try to make it and, and make some noise. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good time. So under the assumption that this airs in time, everyone's welcome. Come on out. Come say hi to us. We're, we're going to be easy to find. We're the guys drinking behind the drums. 
yeah <laughs> yeah no it is it is very easy to to track us down because we make lots of noise we show up and we make noise uh so um yeah come say hi come hang out with us come hang out with the Luligans. uh even if we're not there there's a lot of really good people there um just walk up and say hi uh our new friend shelby did that uh the other day uh i feel like i i scared her a little bit but then we got her to more capable hands and and they they brought her back so um but yeah, if if you come out and hang out and let us know that you're new, um, we we try to take care of the new people because we want you to come back. We're kind of like drug dealers. We give you the first one free so that way you come back. We're soccer drug dealers. <laughs> this is all stuff we're going to keep in, right? We're not cutting any of this. <laughs> Guys? <laughs> Guys? Sam is just uh, like ricking into the. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Rick. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Come on, uh, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it'll be then, fun. Uh, if if this doesn't air in time, which I mean, we can make sure it airs. I mean, we could just we could just put this bitch out and then put the other one out sometime because it wasn't really uh, yeah, that's, specific. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we can we can make that happen. I get. This is our show. We can do whatever we want. That's yeah. true. The only thing we can't do is uh, release within a day or two of This is Silly. That's the only podcast network yeah. rule. Contractually, we're not allowed to. Exactly. Here on the yeah. Luligan Podcast Network. They will cut off all of our funding. And then we'll have to do a <laughs> pledge drive. <laughs> <laughs> you do not do want that 2022 wall calendar. Trust me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you underestimate how silly some of our group is i feel like there, there if we put one out people would buy it. there's definitely a niche out there for you know please don't who, scratch that niche like people who look like us it's <laughs> all right we'll uh we'll table that one if we need money i'll just dip into my only sam's uh, mandate, <laughs> so it's fine Oh man, I had a good only Sam's type of reference the other day, and I don't remember what it was, and I'm real disappointed. It wasn't only Sam's, was oh, it? Oh, it was only Sam's. I was really happy about that one. <laughs> I was glad to see that joke still got some legs on it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Sidestep. I have my entire office now making only Sam's jokes. So, that's fantastic. Uh, I think everyone should make only Sam's yeah, jokes. Now I just got to monetize it. This is going to be the new Josh fight. <laughs> <laughs> just. New website. Everybody posts pictures of their Sams. <laughs> Only Sams. <laughs> Look, I, if we if we make it, they will come. <laughs> yeah, maybe get a theme night when City uh, opens. <laughs> Only Sams. Yeah, Saturday everyone, nights. Only Sams night. Everyone dresses like Sam. Hey, why not? <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> We've gone off the rails, but I love it. It makes me happy. Uh, so any other uh, pressing news we need to talk about? Things that are coming up? Things that you're excited about? Things support related? I think we touched on all of the good things that came out of the, the experience meeting. Uh, not to say there were bad things, but like I feel like we hit the highlights. You know, and Rick mentioned the you know, the tab being picked up by by Sam and Matt, and that was nice. Yes, super important. 
<laughs> yes, if you want us to be jovial in any way, you need to to pick up our tab. Um, but no, seriously, I I, I do want to reach out and say thank you to those guys that that invited us. I want to thank you to every one of you that uh, listened to our first episode. Uh, hopefully, you invite other people to uh, to listen to next episode, so that way we can keep growing the fan base because we want to hear back from more of you. Uh, we do want to have a conversation. I know I keep saying it, but we really do want to hear back what you guys want to say um, because you know there's no reason just to listen to us so um yeah come on out uh talk to us respond on the the interwebs at show up make noise yep this has been episode two three or four <laughs> we're not sure yet uh, we've we've done a couple that we're not sure what we're doing with um and i'm super lazy so i have not gone through and cut but we're probably going to release this one uh pretty soon just so we can get that out maybe before the 12th and maybe get some more people to come out and talk to you guys about wanting to play the drums um there have been a couple of people that have talked to us um just out there um and if you do send an email uh you can or reach out to us on Twitter, but uh, it'll help me later on to uh, send an email to show up, make noise at Gmail, um, and let me know if you're interested in those types of things, uh, because I would like to get a running list of people who are interested in helping in any way, shape, or form. So uh, let me know what you're interested in and uh, what you think you can do. Uh, also, one last high point: we crossed a uh, hundred followers on Twitter the other day. Nice. Yeah, I think we are like one hundred three, one hundred four right now. So next stop, uh, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, we don't. We, we're going to go exponentially or nothing. <laughs> uh, then not? what? <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. A million is it? I guess ten thousand. A million. I Every think single person inside that stadium which at this point i could just i don't know panera catering stadium uh, <laughs> it should be following us and at that point you know i'll, I'll be satisfied though <laughs> how many followers does it take until twitter starts paying us to be on their platform and not the other way around uh you know i'm really not sure but um the real how many do we need to get the blue check next to our name the the verified check because that's our goal that's yeah. Michael, because I'm vain. I don't know, but I, I will figure it out, and then we'll just start asking people to get us there. Because we're absolutely verified. <laughs> I, I, I can confirm. I can't confirm the that we, we drum for St. Louis soccer. <laughs> well, we haven't done it for City yet, so maybe that's no, the day. but we have been on national TV. That's fair. That is fair. But so that's we're, just for AO. We're basically influencers. Uh, but I yeah. didn't say good ones. <laughs> God, I hope I don't have any influence. Terrible influences. <laughs> we are terrible, terrible influences. All right, guys. This has been uh, an episode of Show Up, Make Noise. We're not sure which one, but uh, we appreciate you coming along for the ride. Uh, at Show Up, Make Noise on Twitter. At Show Up, Make Noise on Instagram. If you want to send us an email to let us know who you are and what you want to do, show up, make noise at gmail.com. Um, I, I have been Zach. I'm Rick. And I'm still Sam. Cool. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.